Good evening, everyone. It's Deborah and Jackie. It's the Trump escapade again. Oh, uh, my goodness. We Here just, we go. We just didn't want to have to talk about this man, but he's in the news headlines with some serious shit. I mean, Deb, what can I say? 175,000 Americans uh, dead I know. from this virus. And there's no question about it that leadership is the problem. Yeah. I mean, here in Canada, we don't have a perfect scenario. We're like so many countries. We're struggling with this virus. But we have been wearing our masks. Mm -hmm. You know, we have been listening to the scientists and the professionals who tell us how to govern our behavior. And it's working. Mm -hmm. Every day we get a total of the amount of cases and they're going down. Mm -hmm. Some parts of Canada are a little bit more uh, concerning than others. But overall, we're making headway. And the truth is, like it or not, the president sets a very poor example. Mm -hmm. uh, people are not wearing their masks. And in certain places, I particularly feel bad when I see Florida, sometimes 5,000, 10,000 cases a day. I mean, how can the healthcare system keep up with that? I don't know. It's crazy. I am, I'm just so disappointed because I think I've seen Trump wear a mask once in his public appearances. <laughs> the rest of the time, he just bold-faced uh, and hardcore looks at people and says, I don't like to wear a mask and I'm not going to wear one. And if people don't want to wear one, leave it to the states, let them handle their own issues. He seems detached, disinterested, and I'm angry. I'm angry because people don't deserve to die when there's an alternative to yeah, controlling these cases. Pretty sure that's the same reason he don't wear underwear because things just have to breathe. <laughs> Oh my God! What an little, image! Little Donnie, oh, <laughs> little, little Donnie got a swing. <laughs> little Donnie got a swing. I tell you. But you know what I'm most concerned about is the going back to school episode with this whole coronavirus. And um, if adults can't even adhere to this policy, how can the kids? Yeah, you know it's I mean? a very good point. I mean, right now there are certain cases where they've actually had schools starting earlier in mm -hmm. certain parts of the states. And they've actually had to close the universities earlier because there has been an increased outbreak. Mm -hmm. And in high school, they've caught kids uh, recording, you know, just between changes between classes. And there's almost like a mob scene of students and mm -hmm. people are not masked. And these kids are interacting. And they're not sanitizing. And they're not either. sanitizing. And on top of that, they're proving that younger and younger people are getting this yeah. virus. Yeah. So Trump has also been arrogant enough to say, ah, young people are healthy. They can yeah. knock off a cold. They can knock off yeah. this. They're not going to carry this virus, but no, sadly, they do serious. carry it. Yeah, they do carry it. And because uh, the more younger generation now are into the vaping and the smoking, so they're at higher risk of this virus because of their lungs and their, you know, their breathing and all that stuff, right? So I don't know how it's going to work out, but I personally don't feel like sending my son to school come September. I just feel like a homeschool will be more feasible for me because I see um, Doug Ford said they're not lowering the, the, the size, the class size. So what does that mean? Do they have enough room to spread out, you know, every other child? Like, well, I saw that room for that. I saw an interesting example of where it was quite successful. I think it was Denmark and they were showing a case where First of all, the big problem in North America in general is that the teachers unions don't agree with the government and they're always fighting back and forth. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you look at uh, Denmark, what they had was total unity with all these groups. And they took, like you said, a small amount of students. And what they made sure is that every single time the kids go to school, they see the same group. Mm -hmm. They're completely isolated from any other groups. Oh. So, and I think that was an interesting experiment. So basically, if there is any problem, it would be very contained and easily controlled. And they haven't had any problems. They've been open now for over three months. And I don't think they've had one case of COVID. 
not even uh-huh. one. So I don't know how we can work it out in North America, but we seem to be at odds. You know, the, the political people are all over the place and the teachers are also, you know, making a mess of the situation. So you don't know what to say, really. Well, I don't think we have to worry about Trump too much. I mean, it's just in the next two months, he'll be gone. I hope so. But, you know, that brings us, I guess, to the second aspect of this discussion, just Mm -hmm. to breeze over it as quickly as we can. The Democrats had a fabulous convention over the past four days. Mm -hmm. And I must admit, I really did watch huge parts of it. They had, you know, the Hollywood celebrities. They had so many political croonies, young and old. But I was really touched by a couple of things, as I think most people are. First of all, Obama, you know, felt like he had to give a speech, not just because Biden was a good friend Mm -hmm. of his, but... I I really felt his pain because I honestly think that Obama carries the weight of thinking that because of his legacy, this is why we have Trump and we Mm -hmm. have the mess that we do in the United States. Mm -hmm. And I think it weighs heavily on him. And I saw that in him really not only highlighting what a bad president Trump is, but really trying to get people to see that the country has so much that has been violated and needs Mm -hmm. to be rejuvenated by getting rid of Trump. Mm -hmm. So it was a very good convention. But overall, you know, uh, Biden impressed me much more than I expected him to. And I really, really like Kamala Harless, uh, mm-hmm. Harris. Pardon me. I really like her. Yeah. I really do. I think she's solid. I think she can take the heat from Trump. And I think she's, they're just a good team. But they're fighting against so much opposition. This is what concerns me. With Trump taking out mailboxes, you know, with, with Trump threatening to defund the post office. The man stops at nothing, you know, to try and put a nail in the coffin. How are Americans going to get a fair shot when change is so necessary in that country? It concerns me. Well, you do look at it as Black Lives Matter program that's happening, you know. They've taken out so many things away from Black Lives Matter that we're trying to get it back and they're stripping it away bit by bit by bit. And it's the same thing that's happening in politics. It's being stripped away little by little. So no matter who goes into power, a little bit is going to be stripped away from that person as well. And it puts the country in so much more deficit than, yeah, it does. than anything else. Because for each person that goes there as a representation has to be better than the last person. You have to keep getting better. And in the last... Uh, I would say 16 years, it's really has not been. I mean, apart from Obama being there and everything, I mean, yeah, there was some infrastructure that was put in. There could have been a lot more done. I'm just going to say it. But obviously he had oppositions fighting him not to go ahead with certain things that he had planned for the country. And, you know, now that Trump is here and everything is like a go for him, whatever he says goes, goes, goes. So, I won't be surprised if before November to re-elect a new president that he don't just like probably kidnap America. If I was America, I would invade America to 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 save America from America. Does that make sense? <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 everything is it, it's it's as good a scenario as anything else because I don't really think anybody has the answer. I mean, the Democrats tried to use the phrase "America needs decency." It needs to get back to compassion. Those are nice terms, but truthfully, Trump is more ruthless than I've even conceived of in my mm-hmm. own mind. Do you know what I mean? And when I see the things he does and the crap he puts out, I'm shocked. And, you know, my mouth is left wide open and I'm like, there is no stopping this man. Listen, being you know, Trump- he's not just a thief, but he is sinister. Oh, he yeah. is evil. Oh, you know? yeah. Yes. Being Trump is a 24 hour job and you don't get paid for that. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Yeah. Like this man is... I call him, he's diabolic. That's the word. Yeah, he is. diabolic. Like, nothing means anything to him. He's cold. He's, 
isolated. And, and I just feel like, I, I don't want to, I hate to judge and characterize people, but you are who you are. Yeah. And you present yourself. If you say, this is who I am, we ought to believe you. And John is saying, this is who, who I am. And we ought to believe him. And if this is the kind of person that we don't like for our president, then we need to do something to get rid of him and put somebody who we think is going to be better for the country. Yeah, I agree. I think so many people have seen that now and come to the realization. But I just hope that Trump doesn't put roadblocks in the way that prevents that natural process of being able to vote, uh, you know, a privilege that everybody should have if they're, you know, legally allowed to do mm -hmm. so. I think he's just genuinely trying to really protect himself at any cost. He's arrogant. He's selfish. He, as Obama said, he, he only lives for his own reality show mm -hmm. and to promote his own people. He of doesn't course. give a damn about Americans as a whole. He doesn't care about their suffering. He doesn't care about their financial weaknesses. He just calls people like that losers. And in my opinion, he is a hateful, wicked man. And all we can hope is that 2020 is the time he gets his comeuppance, because I think it's more than overdue. Well, you know what? As far as I can remember, the world is not going to get better, even though we get rid of Trump. So there's a lot of work. Even though we get rid of Trump, the world is not going to be better. Well, I think the United States will get a people, chance people at change. People need to be better to each other in order for this world to change. Yeah, true. Even though you get rid of Trump. Yeah, it's That true. doesn't mean we get rid of the world's problem. But the leadership you get when you replace Trump, hopefully, can make a difference to move people in a better direction. What I want is for racism to end, yeah. colorism to end, and everybody just live in peace and unity. And a good, sensible president to run the country the way it should. Well said. And world peace. Yeah, well said. Here's so, hoping that 2020 can bring to pass some of your very good wishes. I and love your, 2020. And your intelligent assessments. My name is Deborah. And my name is Jackie. <laughs>